Files. Welcome to MLS Recap. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, what's up, guys? And this is Bobby. David, take it away. Oh man, I'm so glad. I'm so glad we made it to MLS Recap. Like it's been a long night, guys. Uh, we've 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 done a lot of, of stuff. Um, all right, here we go. <laughs> MLS Recap. You guys ready? Shrouded in yeah. mystery. This stuff Let's that you speak go. Of. All right, here we go. Here we go. Toronto versus FC Dallas. Uh, Toronto lose at home against Dallas. Yep. Uh, 10-minute long throw in. Dallas attacker gets the end line, sends the ball back across the goal, finds a Mavinga, whose uh, shot is deflected by Rudy to make it 1-0. Uh, 15-minute uh, Jovinko with the back heel uh, to get uh, to start to give the hedges. Uh, or Sorry, he gets taken down by hedges. It's a penalty kick. Uh, Gonzalez blocks the penalty. Still 1-0 Dallas. Toronto pushing, trying to get a goal. Jesse Gonzalez is up to the task. Dallas, go home with all three points. Amazing that uh, Dallas can go into Toronto and, and get three points here. Uh, Dallas in fourth place in the Western Conference. Toronto in ninth in the Eastern. Toronto FC, the quote-unquote best team MLS has ever produced, is only better than DC United and Montreal. That is amazing. I'm not sure when Toronto is going to get going, but they're running out of time. I know there's still a lot left, but in a competitive Eastern Conference, they're yeah. really giving away a lot of games here, and uh, and I commend uh, Dallas for uh, what they're doing. Uh, I know they had uh, they were the last team to lose the game. I always said that that was misleading, but it seems they, they... I don't want to say that they're over the hump yet. I, I, I'm not completely sold on Dallas, but I feel a lot better with them now than I did at the beginning of the season, so uh, Dallas is starting to look like a Western Conference contender all of a sudden. Well, Dallas in this game, you know, they were they really they really owe Gonzalez uh, that win to him. I mean, he stopped three three Giovinco strikes in the first eighteen minutes. Like he just mm-hmm. denied him, and I was just like, holy shit, he's keeping him in the game. And I didn't think he was going to keep him in the game for that long, but he did. So, yeah, Gonzalez won. Toronto won to zero. Okay. <laughs> Very good there, Bobby. <laughs> All right, next up is uh, next up is NYCFC versus Houston. NYCFC in trouble early in the very first minute. Kyoto sends a ball to an on-running Elise. His diving header will hit the post, bounce behind Johnson across the line, and then Johnson's able to kick it out. Uh, six minute, David Villa will hit a stinger past Willis as his defense uh, makes a bad defensive clearance. Uh, David Villa punishes them. 21st minute, Funamayor will head home a free kick to make it 1-1. 69th minute, Boniak intercepts a poor back pass, uh, pulls the defenders, and feeds Martinez to make a 2-1 for the easy goal there. Uh, 80th minute, Sean Johnson makes a big save on an Elise header, but the rebound falls right back to La Pantarita. It's 3-1 Houston. This one ends, surprisingly, Houston win. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought you said Houston win. Is that a typo? No. Welcome to MLS then, because uh, I'm pretty sure none of us had Houston going into Yankee Stadium and winning 3-1. to one. Uh, I-, I said it over and over again that Houston is underperforming this, this year. And, you know, they play the LA Galaxy, and all of a sudden, you know, got a modest un- unbeaten streak going. Going into Yankee Stadium, they must be flying high here. Uh, what happened to New York? Yeah, well, that's the thing. What happened in New York? Because that's the only reason why Houston won. New York completely crumbled that entire game. I mean, dude, the third the third goal, 
they, they would just turn into a clusterfuck of defenders back there on the on yeah. in the box. Nobody knew what to do. Um, you know, I mean, it was it was it was it was bad. It was just embarrassing for NYCFC in that game. Yeah, well, like I said, welcome to MLS. It was a it was a slew of MLS results this week. That was definitely one of them. For sure. Uh, next up, Seattle versus RSL. Kind of a tale of two halves here. Seattle has chances saved by the Ramondo in the first half. Uh, on uh, on one, Silva has a last-second touch uh, on Roldan's shot that sends the ball over the bar. Uh, RSL picked it up again in the, in the second half. Uh, 60th minute, Salcido sends a curler to the far post. Fry gets a touch to it, but it's not enough to keep the ball out. Uh, 1-0 to RSL. Ramondo comes up big in the 65th minute as he pushes Nagel's header to the post. Uh, Seattle leave, I mean, sorry, uh, Salt Lake leave Seattle three points. Speaking of MLS results, again, I don't think anybody saw RSL on the road getting a victory against, well, anybody, let alone Seattle. Even with Seattle's injury woes and everything that's been going on with them this season, I figured that they wouldn't go down uh, to lowly RSL, but you have it. Uh, RSL has the exact same amount of points as the Galaxy, by the way. Uh, Galaxy um, have the advantage on goal differential, so uh, we got that going for us. We play them in about a week. Um, Seattle, we talked about Toronto being only better than um, uh, DC United and Montreal. Well, Seattle's only better than Colorado. So those are your two MLS finalists of last season, ladies and gentlemen. Again, welcome to MLS. Yeah, it just that game was like the most blandest game of the week, I think. Raimondo kept the, the team in. Good for him. Sacero gave a wonderful goal. Um, and that was it. Bland. This game Seattle was really so didn't good. Do anything. They, couldn't, they couldn't create anything. This game was so good that MLS decided, okay, rematch next week. <laughs> yeah, it's such a weird, that's such a weird schedule. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, let's put these two rivals at... at each other's throat two weeks in a row. It's like, they, do they even play normally? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're in the Western Conference. They're both in the Western Conference, but, well, they got their two games out of the right. way right here. Well, from a bland game to a wild game, uh, let's go to Vancouver versus New England. This one ends 3-3. Three to three. Uh, Opening 30 seconds, Reyna <laughs> sets up Kamara at the far post on a platter. Kamara takes a touch and shoots it straight at Turner, who was already on the ground. He shoots it straight at the keeper. What are you? What are you doing, Kai Kamara? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, how is this not a goal? Twenty-six minute. Bonilla sends the ball across the six to no one, but uh, the defender hits it into the back of his own net to make it one-zero New England. Forty-seventh uh, minute. Sean Franklin gets stripped by Pania. He uh, he slots it past Rowe to make it one-one. Uh, 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 sorry, uh, two to one. Uh, Vancouver answer right back in the 49th minute as DeJong uh, gets the ball across to Teixeira on the bounce, pulls one back, uh, a rocket of a goal from Teixeira. And then in the 50th minute, Teixeira gets equalizer on almost the exact same play off the bounce. The ball gets blocked this time, uh, but he pokes the rebound home with his head, and it's 2-2. Suddenly, sorry, suddenly it's (laughs) 2-2. <laughs> we'll edit New, that. Yeah, New England takes the lead again in the uh, 59th minute as Fagundes sends one to Bunbury. 
Uh, he flies in, pokes the ball past Rowe to make it 3-2 New England. In the 74th minute, Teixeira completes his hat trick as Reyna plays the ball across the sixth from the edge of the 18, and Teixeira slams it home to make it 3-3. Neither of these teams could find a winner. It ends level. Vancouver has not won a game in five games. Uh, the last four games have all been draws. Three of those were at home. Dropping points, dropping points, dropping points. Uh, they currently sit in sixth place in the Western Conference, only one point ahead of the LA Galaxy, and the Galaxy have two games on Vancouver. So the Galaxy can sneak into a playoff spot uh, in this week since they have two games coming up this week. Uh, New England, uh, they were in third place at one point in the Eastern Conference, but other teams decided to you know, kind of wake up. They're still in the playoff uh, picture. They're in sixth place, and I, I we say it every week. Uh, they were supposed to be uh, wooden spoon candidates, but it seems like they're going to be fighting uh, for that uh, bottom two playoff spots. Um, yeah, uh, it, it's a it's a result that I had. One of the three results I had uh, last week in balls and beers. So um, yay, double points. <laughs> yeah, it's a chair, it's a chair, it's a chair, man. I thought the one thing that just came, I, that I came out with in this game is it was very entertaining to watch that guy play. That's basically it. Yeah, I was I was secretly uh, hoping that he would take his shirt off to celebrate on two of the goals so he get a red card again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, from one draw to another, Philadelphia versus uh, at the New York Red Bulls. Uh, it, it re- should we really talk about a zero zero game? Um, this game was frustrating as all hell. Uh, good news to start off, though. Kamar Lawrence back in the starting 11 after that freak injury last week. Um, Andre Blake has his work cut out for him. He makes a diving save on a curling shot from Kaku. Uh, Tim Parker clears one off the line with his head uh, from a Epps shot. Mira also comes up big um, uh, on... Uh, <clears throat> P. Colt, 52nd minute, uh, Epps shot hits a Red Bull defender in the hand. It's a penalty. Sapong will take the penalty and miss. This one ends 0-0. Another mls result. How is it that the New York Red Bulls were not able to put one past Philadelphia and were in danger of losing to Philadelphia at home? I think that was the most important one, at home. Uh what what else can I say here? I um, it, it, like I said that that was the the type of week it was in MLS. Uh, the, the teams that should have won didn't, and um, yeah, uh, New York currently sitting in fourth place in the Western Conference, uh, two points behind NYCFC and one and three points behind the Columbus Crew, but have two and three games on both of them respectively. So. Uh, and Atlanta United, two games on Atlanta United. So they could very well be in first place in the Eastern Conference. They dropped two points here, though, so that really hurts them. Yeah, um, I'm still just mad about this game. That's all. Stupid New York. Should have won it. <laughs> all right, uh, next up, Orlando versus Chicago. Uh, Chicago goes into Orlando and gets the win in the 13th minute. Katai's perfect free kick. Gets past Bendik to make it 1-0 to Chicago. 29th minute, Muller threads a chip pass perfectly to Egita, who equalizes far post. That's his third in three games. Uh, McLaren 
has a good night for in goal for Chicago. Um, 82nd minute, Allen fucking Gordon hits a laser into the upper right to give Chicago the win. I was going to ask you guys if this was a golazo, but after seeing Gareth Bale, nothing seems like a golazo. <laughs> wow. Congratulations, yes. David. Yeah. I think I, I think you've made some progress here. Oh, All my right. God. Wow. Right. Yes, me and Bobby are very proud of you. You're growing. Uh, I'm just kidding, guys. Was this a golazo? <laughs> <laughs> as much shit as, as I gave you. This was a golazo. <laughs> I love those outside shots. I love Alan Gordon. Bobby. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give him yeah. a golazo. <laughs> <laughs> just, he needs to just stop putting up those kinds of pictures online because then your, your asses text them to me. I'm not on social media, so this that shit comes to me. I'm not looking for it. Don't be sending me those pictures. <laughs> oh, I, I look for it. Oh, you like it, it is. You know it. Uh, so again, again, another MLSE result. Chicago going into Orlando and getting a, a, a victory here. Orlando, after winning six in a row, I said, I'm still not sold on this team. They beat some weak opposition and they grinded out those victories against weak opposition. We were going to find out who they really were in the, in the upcoming weeks playing against Atlanta and Toronto. Went down. I figured Chicago was a bounce back game, but no, three games. Games in a row now lost for Orlando. Two of those at home. Uh, I, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, Orlando, uh, are they good? Are they decent? Are they poor? Are they just getting lucky? Um, I don't know. They're currently sitting in fifth place in the Eastern Conference, uh, reeling a little bit. And they got NYCFC in their next game. Very well could be four games in a row that you're going down. They like yeah. those streaks. I yeah, so. I mean, look at the game. The game was supposed to be a draw. I wanted it to be a draw. I was expecting a draw, and then fucking Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Gordo. <laughs> All right, next up, Minnesota versus Montreal. Uh, Minnesota get the two-zero win. Twenty-eighth uh, minute, Piatti curls, uh, curls one in, hits the post. Uh, Tider is teed up perfectly on the rebound, and he whiffs the shot. Forty-third uh, minute. Ibarra sets up Gomez alone at the near side. He hits it with everything and rocks the crossbar. Uh, 52nd minute, Montreal gives the ball up to Ibsen. He picks out Ramirez. He takes a touch, sets it up. It's a goal uh, for uh, for Christian Ramirez. 58th minute, deflected ball at the top of the box. Um, he holds his defender off. Uh, oh, sorry. Ibarra holds his defender off, picks out a perfect chip over Bush, and into the net. 2-0 Minnesota win. Batman and Superman combined for the goals. Good win. Good good win for Minnesota. Uh, good on them. Bad on Montreal. So, so bad. Four losses in a row, and they've not scored in any single one of those games. That is absolutely horrid. You lost two games at home to the Galaxy and to Philadelphia. That should say enough right there. Uh, Minnesota, um, doing, I think, at least at, uh, at this point in the season compared to last season, doing a lot better. Uh, they are currently tied with uh, the Galaxy uh, in seventh place, but the Galaxy hold a better goal differential as well. Uh, the Galaxy also have one game up on them. 
but Minnesota not at the bottom of the standings as they were uh, last season. Uh, so um, with all the injuries, I think Minnesota's having themselves uh, a better than expected uh, season so far, even if it is still early and more than likely it'll catch up to them later on. No, yeah, I've been like saying uh, Minnesota does well at home. They do and they did very well against a bad Montreal for sure, but they did. They dominated the entire game. Um, once the first goal was in, it was eventually going to another one was going to drop. And, you know, the game was never going to change momentum or go the other way. Um, so they had a really good win. They had a really good with their uh, good win for their fans. And I'm sure they played Wonderwall at the end, which is weird. I, I'm going to go ahead and ask, how does um, how does Remy Guard still have a job? Um, I think I had said in the beginning. Beginning uh, of the of the season when we were previewing the season that uh, I thought it was an interesting pick for coach and I liked it but he's gonna need another season to to get this team going I didn't think it was gonna be that bad I had them out of the playoffs but I don't think I had them in contention for the wooden spoon here uh, I'm not sure how patient um, uh, Montreal is gonna be with him um, it's not a big huge club um, I, I think this is another club where they were making that type of investment might be different. Uh, maybe at the end of the season. I, I think they're going to be a little bit more patient with him. I, I think th- they'll see what happens uh, in his second season next year. Um, but but this goes to, uh, David, your argument about foreign coaches struggling. Uh, this is probably one of your, your evidences uh, for that argument. For sure, yeah. <clears throat> Along with the San Jose coach. Yeah, but that's San Jose. <laughs> All right, next up is Colorado versus Portland. 30th minute, Armiteros with the Burkamp-esque flick around his defender, uh, spins away and curls one past Howard uh, to make it 1-0 to Portland. 31st minute, uh, ball gets played across by Castillo. Uh, after Portland fails to clear the ball, Baji is trying to get there, uh, but the ball is deflected into the own net, his own net by uh, Cascante. <clears throat> own goal gives the Rapids the equalizer. Uh, 37th minute, Armiteros to Blanco. Blanco's shot is tipped by Howard, and Armiteros is at the back post to put it away. 56th minute, uh, Portland hits Colorado with a blistering counter. Blanco to Larry. He takes a touch inside to beat his defender, easily beats Howard. He makes it 3-1. to one. Uh, uh, Colorado will earn a penalty in the 94th minute to get one back. It's not enough. Colorado has now lost six in a row. Colorado is going to Colorado uh, from six losses in a row to Portland's six winning game, uh, six game winning streak. Impressive from Portland. I think they found their mojo. Uh, however, I, I, I do feel that um, they, they are ground, grinding out these victories. They, they don't always look pretty, but they are effective. Their next game is against the Galaxy at home. It could very well be seven games in a row for Portland. They are currently sitting in third place in the Western Conference. All of a sudden, they are where they were supposed to be for me uh, when we made the predictions in the beginning of the season. They also have two games up on uh, Western Conference leaders, Kansas City, and one game up on LAFC, which is sitting in second place right now. Should, theoretically, Portland win those two games that they're missing? Listen, the Western Conference, guys. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. crazy. I mean, I expected Portland to win this game, but I didn't expect Colorado to really put this much of a fight um, during the game. So, I mean, yeah, Colorado's been bad, but I was actually, if I'm going to say something positive, I was surprised that they actually were in the game. 
um, and fighting back. And uh, could have came out of out of this with the draw, but uh, Portland, man, Portland's either their momentum is moving. Yeah. I almost I almost called this draw. I, everyone had the Portland winning with a high confidence, including the double down from our guest ec- expert uh, Franco. And uh, I was so close to getting that that draw that everyone kind of gave me that weird look for. Uh, but it, it didn't pan out. It, it, it Colorado made it a little bit tougher on them. That's what I kind of figured. Um, Portland, uh, David, your argument about foreign coaches struggling it came from Savarese coaching Portland. All of a sudden. Could be in the uh, first place in the Western Conference. Sure. So, um, thought that was interesting. Sure. All right. Yeah. That's it. We still have a lot of uh, other lots, examples. Lots of examples. <laughs> uh, next up, LAFC versus DC United. Uh, 39th minute, Rossi picks up a uh, miscued defensive clearance. He makes it 1 0. Uh, Jakovic with a late challenge on Ariola. He sent off. Uh, LAFC will have to play with 10 men for the rest of the game. Uh, that was late in the, se- in the first half. Um, 68th minute, Harvey's shot is blocked by Steber. VAR will review. No penalty is award, er, awarded, even though it looked like a very clear handball. Um, 84th minute, Maddox gets an equalizer. Uh, this game should not have ended 1-1. Uh, both sides were unlucky, but DC spoils the part, LAFC party. So has LAFC kind of went back down to earth have they come back down to earth i mean even just a little bit because they were sitting you know high and mighty well they're not losing though see yeah, that's 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 the thing that they're not losing if i think if they were losing some of these games um i would say yes but uh since they're finding ways to uh get some results i i would still say that they're doing pretty well i mean they're in second place well i, I mean i yeah i know they're in second place but i, I don't think getting results at home uh, a draw against DC. I don't think that's getting results. They also lost to Portland. I think that, you know, I'm not saying that LAFC is all of a sudden going to tank. I hope they do, but uh, I feel that they're going to come back down to earth a little bit. And with the departures of some of these guys uh, for international duty, they might miss a game or two here and there. Uh, who knows? That actually, they might suffer a little bit more. Their next game was against Dallas in Dallas. Uh, Dallas is a pretty good home team there. So, uh, and LFC will be missing uh, quite a handful of players. So, it's going to be interesting to see how they respond uh, to that. Uh, this was my double down. I had uh, LFC winning, but that's insurance. I don't not at all. Yeah, uh, LFC. I. Uh... Uh, the, you know, I was really surprised that DC DC kept the, in in a draw, kept it a draw. They almost, I mean, I think they almost kind of could have could have got a win there. And I was thinking to myself, damn, DC's doing better against our rivals. They do better against San Jose, and they're doing better against LAFC than we do, and that's sad. Um, I know what David, I know what Lewis is talking about. Um, but LAFC, you know, whenever they're on their heels, uh, they find a way to get back in the game and stay in the game. Not all the time win them against uh, opponents that should be a lot less lesser, but um, they always find a way to just stay in the game. All right, next, uh, last but not least, Colorado versus, uh, sorry, Sporting Kansas City versus Columbus. Um, 24th minute, Jossie Zardes flies in with a header. Melia makes a point-blank save to deny Zardes. Uh, 41st minute, Zardes again denied by Melia, but uh, he's taken down. It's a penalty. Uh, Zardes steps up to convert, and his shot is blocked by Tim Melia. Uh, 48th minute. Iguain lets the ball get away from him a little bit. He goes in sliding and uh, catches catches one of the uh, the <clears throat> Sporting Kansas City players. 
Uh, he gets a red card after VAR confirms that it was a foul. Uh, studs up challenge. Uh, 55th minute, Artur goes for the full open hand swing slap to Sinovich's face. No call. No VAR. Nothing. This one ends 0-0. Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous what MLS is doing uh, with VAR or not doing with VAR, using it completely incorrectly. Uh, I mean, it's hurting a lot of teams, and it seems like the league and the players are just fed up with it. Um, as I said before, as Galaxy fans, we're, we're not big fans of VAR because it, it's gone against us more often than not. Um, and it's just been used incorrectly. They're, they're missing the, the entire point of having a system that is supposed to help uh, in, in in trying to uh, catch plays like this, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, the league will come back and probably give them a suspension on their own, but uh, won't own up to the rest making a mistake and misusing a tool that is there to help them. Uh, as far as the game is concerned, uh, very surprised that Kansas City could not put a goal past a 10-man uh, Columbus team. Uh, in all honesty, it should have been nine men. Um, but Columbus, uh, four games without allowing a goal. Uh, haven't allowed a goal since uh, San Jose uh, five games ago. That was in the first half. So about four and a half games that they have not allowed a goal. That is pretty impressive. Um, a lot of credit to not just the defense, but also Zach Steffen there putting up uh, all these clean sheets. Uh, that's a remarkable stat right there. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to MLS Recap. This is LA is our house. I'm here with David and Lewis. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening, guys. And this is Bobby. Later.